0: Are you a member of our Discord yet? You should be, because that's where you ask your questions for the question block segment now. Get there through Infendo.com.
1: Collecting every coin so you don't have to. Infendo Radio is on now.
0: Hello, hello, hello. We are here. It is Thursday, the 25th. We don't usually say the date. I don't know why I did today. The podcast number is 583, though. Um, how are you doing tonight, Justin? Where can the people find you?
1: I am doing well. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Infendo Justin. Um, I just made a tweet today that totally blew up. Um, oh, so, um, you know, I'm gonna you have may have. Check Twitter. You, yeah, you may have heard my name already at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, I will guess I'll talk about it in my change of the system because it was an interesting discussion that, that happened there. But it has uh, almost 2,500 likes and 59 shares. So Jeez, I don't um, have
0: 2,500 anything.
1: Right? Um, anyway, uh, follow my Nintendo and video game-related tweets at InfendoJustin. Follow my Disney-related tweets at Utilidork. And go to thedisneyparkbench.com and check out my Disney everything um we got a new uh we just released a podcast last week so that's um all all up and running um working on a new blog i've got some guides that are coming up in the next week or so so exciting things happening at the disneyparkbench.com
0: nice we'll take it all right well then for me um Cause I'm the only one other uh, only other person here. If you can't tell, <laughs> um, my name's Eugene. I'm not usually the host any longer, but you know who I am. You can find me at Infendo Eugene on Twitter. Just go to infendo.com if you want to find everything else, though. Um, so, with that said, it is the last episode of the month, so we've got some patrons to thank. We actually have. Um, This will be the last time we're thanking our patrons. Speaking of, so um, yeah, let's go ahead and thank them. Starting with, um, I gotta expand this window because it's only showing a little bit of his name (laughs) Jonathan Lewis, Daniel Gaskin, Carmine Red, Shine Down, Michael Larson, Shine, uh, Schnazzy One, Colton Malik, uh, and then we have our three producers, minus 64 dj and the brianosaurus dj and the Bryanosaurus, of course being our two executive producers so thank you as well um cool we're gonna take a little break here it is time for us to
1: do that well by the way if if now that infendo's patreon is closed if you'd like to give your money to someone Uh, the disney uh, park bench has a patreon so go to disneyparkbench.com and click the patreon link (laughs) it was a dirty ploy that's what we did here
0: (laughs) um yeah we're gonna take a little break and we'll be right back on the other side with change the system
1: can't get enough of infendo radio head to infendo.com and see everything else we're up to
0: we're back um, it's time for a change of system so we talk about news the games we've been playing I haven't really seen a whole lot of meaningful news I know we were just kind of rattling through some of that um, in the in the break Justin so do we kind of just want to rapid-fire the stuff that we were talking about here
1: yeah sure I mean there's nothing really super related to Nintendo other than uh, Pokemon Company announced a, um, I don't know what they call their their directs, but the, they've got an announcement for tomorrow, uh, probably having to do with the anniversary mm-hmm. celebration and what's coming out in the next year or so. Yeah. Um, expect, um, Steve and, Steve and Lucas to have a lot to say about that next week. <laughs> Uh, almost simultaneously, simultaneously with that was,
0: um, if you're a Pokemon fan, go get your singing Pikachu in Sword and Shield. Have you done that yet, Justin?
1: No, my what?
0: Singing Pikachu. There's a code that you can um, type into your game. I'm actually going to read it off on the um, on the show here because that's fun. It's uh, P25MUS1C. So it's P25 music <laughs> with, you know, the one as a C. So, uh, Interesting.
1: I'm so, gonna yeah, have that's going to gonna have to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm kind of excited for that. Um, I don't know exactly what that Pokemon direct is or what do they? Ca- it's not a Pokemon direct. It's just like a Pokemon presents. I, uh, I don't uh, know what that's, that's going to bring. Yeah, thank you, Andy, in the chat. We appreciate you. Um, uh, I don't know what that's going to bring, but I'm pretty excited about that one. Um, There was like an an update for Animal Crossing New Horizons that brought the Super Mario items too. Did uh, Did you, are you interested in
1: that? Um, I had forgotten about that. I am super interested in that. That was one of the things that I thought New Horizons was lacking was, you know, New Leaf, you could get all the neat little Nintendo decorations. But you could only decorate your house. Now you can get at least the Mario ones and you can decorate anywhere. So I'm definitely going to start collecting those
0: yeah that's actually pretty exciting because it's going to be um that's actually probably going to get me back into the game because that's one of the things that kind of bugged me about the game was it with the traversal because you can make your island so big right but then like sometimes to get from one side to the other it's just like a chore and then like oh yeah the
1: warp pipe yeah i forgot about that
0: that warp pipe is gonna make things like almost cheating like i can just (laughs) go into the warp pipe and go to my orchard that's like on the other side of the town or whatever you know
1: that will definitely encourage me to uh Start reorganizing where things are because, like, just in the past week or so, there's a rock that was way, way off on the far end of the island. That in order to hit it, I'd have to go all the way up there. And I finally smashed it uh, a week or two ago because I was hoping it would respawn, you know, in the main area of my island, and it did. But, (laughs) like, the pipe would have been helpful. But I do have a section up there that's just a bunch of trees that i can you know turn into an orchard now
0: right yeah it looks like the like if this doesn't go live until um the first of march but you know you can go out and get your update get it ready so thanks uh andy again for the info on that one what other news did you have you had another one i thought that um you had seen Uh, oh it was the mobile i guess that's not really nintendo news but it's cool news
1: yeah, um, so there's couple couple of things that aren't exactly Nintendo-related, but I can shoehorn Nintendo into them. Yeah, um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, Square announced today that they will be releasing on mobile devices a, basically, I can't remember what they're calling it, but it's basically like a Final Fantasy VII compilation. It's a remake of all, I think, five games in the Final Fantasy VII story. Uh, compiled into one action RPG game with, you know, new graphics and everything. So hopefully that will be coming to the Switch because um, I would definitely play that, especially if it has, you know, the same cheats and and features that the the mainline games have had where I can just max out my characters and and plow through everything. Yeah, Um, no,
0: that's super cool.
1: And, um, earlier today I had a tweet blow up. Actually, it's up to 2,499 likes, um... IGN posted that, um, I'll just read the tweet uh, verbatim here, Activision has said that fully installed and updated versions of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and Warzone may no longer fit on a 500 gigabyte PS4. Now, I realize this has nothing to do with Nintendo um, directly, um, but I had commented that it amazes me that Nintendo can create critically acclaimed, best-selling games that take up 5 to 15 gigabytes in most cases immersive games like breath of the wild multiplayer shooters like splatoon and somehow activision can't get their last gen fps under half a terabyte (laughs) it's crazy i realize this isn't yeah and i realize this isn't exactly nintendo news but i had to throw that in there and of course there's a lot of discussion and debate we all know that nintendo games don't have super high polygon super high resolution you know super high quality textures or you know it's or uncompressed audio or anything like that you know we know when we play games on a Nintendo system we're getting a somewhat compromised version but I mean they're games like you know you can still play them they're they still work and let's face it Nintendo's Compromised gaming experiences, I'm finger-quoting that, um, is, uh, you know, like, they're the best-selling games out there right now, you know, like, Mario Kart 8 is still out there, probably outselling the newest Call of Duty, and that game's from, like, 2014, so, you know... Activision, Activision needs to get their crap in gear and uh, learn some compression technology and system optimization. Cause, yeah,
0: I like. I, I don't know what's 500 up. Five hundred gigabytes, man. I, I was telling you pre-show that on the Xbox One, I was downloading the Warzone because it's free or whatever, right? It, but it was like I think it was like close to like three hundred gigabytes, and, and I was like, I don't think so. That, that's like ridiculous.
1: Yeah, like like I thought, um, Red Dead Redemption Two was extreme at almost a hundred gigabytes, probably over hundred gigabytes now with all the you know online expansions. Yeah. But, um, like yeah, like five hundred man. Like I don't I even ain't
0: got, I ain't got that space. Sorry,
1: I just well, don't. Exactly, like my computer barely has that that space on it. You know, like it's ridiculous that. It's ridiculously so,
0: half my bandwidth cap for Capcom, you know? Like, if I were to yeah. download a 500 gigabyte. Or Comcast, game, even. Or Capcom. <laughs> 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 Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. But, yeah, no, seriously, though. It's like, uh, that bugs me. That really does. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, th- neither of those things were directly Nintendo related, but. I am definitely hoping that Final Fantasy 7 collection comes out on the Switch because even though I bought the original PlayStation game on the Switch, mm-hmm. um, I've played that already. I would much rather play like a full experience with Crisis Core and Dirge of Cerebus and um, whatever other expansions there were for it. So um, do that. Um, also release Final Fantasy 4 Complete Collection and for the love of God release Final Fantasy 6
0: <laughs> yeah that would be nice I would like a um, uh, like a imagine if they like a Octopath Traveler um Final Fantasy 6 and gave us
1: that like I would love that right like Uh, that's uh, like octopath is not really my type of game but the graphics were were beautiful like i love that i love what they're doing with pixel art nowadays where it's like all right we're gonna make it look it reminds me of uh what was it four swords adventures where they basically took these 16-bit sprites but put you know like GameCube quality special effects on them. So, like, right. this is what a Super Nintendo would look like if you were still playing it today, you know? And yeah, I think I, that it, stuff is really neat.
0: I miss the Four Swords. I think that's the most <clears throat> excuse me. Four Swords Adventures on the GameCube is probably the best um, looking top-down Zelda that's ever been made. Just like the the art style, you know, it actually plays really well too.
1: You know, like it's, you know, just
0: beautiful. I love that. I, I bring that back. That'd be great.
1: Yeah, like, uh, like as much as I loved um, a link between worlds, a lot of what made that game good were the, you know, stereoscopic effects. Yeah. Um, and you know, take away the stereoscopic effects, and the game's pretty bland looking. Sure. But, um, but yeah, like. The, that yeah four swords adventures more of that like you know like make the next 2d Mario game look like that the next 2d Metroid game like bring back like nintendo's really missing an opportunity here Nintendo really needs to step up their uh step up their B game like their a yeah. game is 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 on point but you know where are these little games like th- I think that's something and I was afraid this would happen when the switch kind of took over. That, you know, the 3DS was kind of the haven for these smaller, uh, more, you know, kind of low-key budget experiences. Mm-hmm. And we seem to have lost a lot of that now that the Switch is the one and only console. And and,
0: and you know what? I was hoping, <clears throat> excuse me, that when Nintendo announced the Switch that, and you know, obviously the there was going to be a one console. Like, there's not going to be a handheld and a console type of thing. That we would get more of that, right? Because the handheld team wouldn't be you know making handheld games on the 3ds they would just be making those little games on the switch but then wasn't it like a couple of years ago Nintendo did like a little restructuring in at Nintendo of Japan or something like that and I think they just kind of combined all the teams and I think that basically they just have everybody working on they, everything type of thing i don't know exactly if that's true or not but you know it's uh they I actually
1: did that i feel like they did that before iwata died um okay. or at the very least it was not that long after um but yeah like back it was either before i think it was before the switch came out actually uh, so sometime in that area but Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they they did combine them into the same team and the idea was to, you know, kind of streamline game production because the architecture of, at the time, the Wii U and the 3DS was similar enough, like they had gotten them enough in line that they could, you know, interact with each other. And I think the idea was to kind of be able to, you know, like we got... Captain Toad on three different systems, you know. Sure. We got, you know, Hyrule Warriors on three different systems, you know, and I think they were planning on doing more of that. But yeah, I think one of the things that we lost and Link's Awakening last year kind of brought a little bit of that back, but the the smaller, you know, gaming experiences. Like I was really hoping that, you know, we'd get, you know, the big sixty dollar Breath of the Wilds and and Skyward Sword HDs, but we'd also right. get like smaller $40 and I paid $60 for 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 Link's Awakening. I still say that should have been a $40 game. Sure. But you know, I wanted it. I wanted to play it, but like there's there's room on the Switch, especially on the Switch for these smaller, cheaper, more compact types of games like the 2D Zelda's and the 2D Mario's and I think Nintendo's just kind of ignoring that or le- I guess letting the indies take care of most of that cuz we've gotten a lot of uh you sure. know Zelda clones and Metroid clones and stuff like that so maybe they just fair, figure they- that
0: they did just announce those two really weird uh, Famicom collection games, you know, so it's like they are doing like kind of some stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, to your point, yeah, and to Andy's point, because he's hitting us up in chat that, yeah, you know, they kind of seem to let the Indies be doing that type of thing. So,
1: yeah, I yeah, which is probably why they're not in a huge hurry to release a new, uh, you know, 2D Metroid game because they that market's pretty saturated, saturated as it is. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're not wrong. Sure. Um, well, um, what other news was that pretty much it or we, should we dive into the games that we've been playing?
1: I mean, my news was more for the sake of discussion. I, I think you had something speaking of the three DS, you had something to mention about that. Oh yeah. I think, uh, so Nintendo of Japan announced that
0: they are officially ending. Um, I think support for like repairs. I, I have to. I, I can't find the actual article, but there's something about the, the 3DS that they're ending support for. I want to say that it's um, um, repairs in the um, for the console or something like that. I could be wrong. I have to have to look that up a, again and post it in the show notes. But uh, yeah. Also, though the 3DS is 10 years old, so like that kind of makes sense. <laughs> but can you believe that the 3DS is 10 years old? Because I really cannot. Like that does not seem possible.
1: My, right. Like when when I think when I think back, like um, uh, Nintendo, uh, Radio Free Nintendo, are you know they do their retroactive things so they play an old game and and discuss it and they're talking about doing a retroactive for a 3DS game. And I'm like, oh my god, 3DS is now officially a retro console.
0: <laughs> That's gross, isn't it? It really is. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, that the, the real news is that the 3DS is 10 years old. I can't find the actual news about the console or if I dreamt it or something like that, but you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember going to my local Walmart and picking it up like the night it came out oh boy um,
0: oh boy
1: and and uh let's see i i remember i got pilot wings resort and super street fighter 4 3D edition or whatever it was called and those right. are the only two games i had for it until like the mario karts and 3D land and all those came out <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, um, man, my, my story is actually pretty similar to yours because the 3DS is, funnily enough, the first console that I did a midnight launch for that wasn't GameStop because I went to Walmart. Because um, I, I, when did the 3DS launch? I want to say it was in like a cold month, right? Is that correct?
1: I think it was, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was March because, oh. you know, they tend to release everything in March. Well, while you look that up, I remember that at the
0: GameStop for, like, the Wii or whatever the console was before that, it was miserable because it was so cold. The Wii was definitely in November, and I remember that being just, like, terrible. So I was like, what am I doing?
1: March 27th. 2011 that was thank you Yeah, um, that's kind of what I
0: thought so it was kind of it was still pretty cold here in in New Mexico you know it's still uh, one of our cold months and I I was thinking to myself why am I I, would I wait outside at midnight in you know cold when I can go to Walmart and like hang out in the candy aisle until 1145 (laughs) get in line and then you know walk out probably real quick and it was great you know and I've been doing my midnight lunches at Walmart Ever since, it's actually a, kind of fantastic because you know Walmart's twenty four seven, right? You know, so you can just go in
1: and do right. do whatever. So yeah, uh, I haven't done the. I think the only video game midnight launch I ever did was Halo Two. Um, um and yeah and okay. the only let's see the only midnight release movie I ever did was Revenge of the Sith.
0: Okay, sure. I, um, for me, the, um, I've done a few. I did Smash because I worked at GameStop, actually, so I was working that event. Um, let's see, what else did I do? I, uh, I did, I'm pretty sure I did, uh, the last Mario on the Switch. What was it? Odyssey 2? I think I did a midnight for that one, or or, or, on the Wii. Odyssey 2, I, I did that on the, the, God, not Odyssey 2, Galaxy 2. Jeez, I'm, dreaming up a video <laughs> game
1: here i was i was so completely <laughs> lost by that i didn't even me know too how to don't worry
0: <laughs> me too um but yeah galaxy 2 i did a midnight launch for what was the very first thing i did at midnight launch i think it was actually um the majora's mask believe it or not like because i wanted that game so bad oh, wow. and i um i i uh <laughs> saved up all of my allowance money for like months and months and months because i think that came out when i was still in like Middle school, no, it was that was was that two thousand one?
1: I think so. So funny, funny anecdote. As long as we're kind of like unstructured, yeah. Um, at, the, the, at this point, um, which is what happens when it's only the two of us. You know, we yeah. don't. We just kind of bounce off each other. Um, so, uh, the GameStop, well, actually, it was still an electronics boutique at that point, or maybe. it changed its name to eb games at that point but it wasn't gamestop yet Mm -hmm. um but the one that's local to me the manager of it um who is now the regional manager of the area um was notorious for breaking street date the moment the games arrived they were in they were in pre-orders hands so like we i would get the call like if the game's supposed to come out on sunday i I would get the call that used to be like that yeah i uh, i would get the call like thursday or friday like oh we got uh you know majora's mask in and i had to rush out and go (laughs) go grab it you could you could get away with that before the internet days you know like you didn't have to wait for that day one patch that activated the game. <laughs> sure, oh yeah, and
0: then the FBI would be at your door because you're like, uh, did you steal this off of a truck or what, dude?
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, no, the I uh, yeah, there used to be a place that was like that around here, but I think they started cracking down on that because of that very thing, right? You know, like they. You know, you know, right. The internet is well,
1: and you know. you know now you know you can you can buy a game and put it in your system early, but it's still not going to work because that key to unlock it doesn't get shipped until you know midnight on release day anyway. So,
0: right, exactly. But uh, yeah. well, uh, the, the that actually leads me to think about another game that I. Since we're just you know shooting the crap here, um, <laughs> another game that I got early, because when uh, you know I used to go to that place, I used to know a place that you can get games on the Sly like that. Phantom Hourglass, I got like almost, I want to say a week early or something like that. So I felt like the coolest kid in town, you know, like I was. Until I was... you played it and realized that it's <laughs> unplayable. And then it, yeah. And then it took me a week to how many times you have to do do that ocean dungeon actually no i liked that game
1: i liked that game but it was just like the concept of the game but i could not like my my hand blocked the screen like if Mm there is a zelda game that really needs a modernized you know remake redo the 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 original ds games with standard controls or motion controls or something because Cause yeah, having having my hand covering half of the screen is not conducive to good yeah. gameplay. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, it had some really cool
0: ideas for sure, but yeah, you're right. Like it had, it also was um, some of it was not so thought out well. Yeah, but in any case, um, I guess let's talk about the games we've been playing because that's kind of what we're talking about anyways, right? Um, sure. Um, I will let well, you go first because I have to think up the... I have to pull up my Pokédex so I can show you my Pokémans. So,
1: go uh, ahead. Oh, oh, I will definitely go first because while we are recording this, I had Mortal Kombat 11 open. As I mentioned, the last time I was on, I bought a bought a crap load of time crystals so that I could get, you know, all the costumes and stuff that I wanted. And there was a Scorpion uh, costume that, it, whatever they call it, gear or, or, or mm-hmm. whatever, skin. I guess they call them skins. So there's a scorpion skin that I really wanted. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to get this when the show's over. The next time I looked at it, the store had refreshed and it was gone. Oh, no. So that's why those of you who are watching the video saw me go, ah, at my <laughs> switch, because I was going to buy that thing with my time crystals <laughs> and then it disappeared. Um,. Uh, so, Mortal Kombat day. 11 is is uh, is one of the games. It, well, <laughs> it's one of the games I've been playing. I haven't been playing it so much as I've been checking the uh, the store um, every you know every day to make sure I get whatever gear and skins I want. Um, and uh, Animal Crossing, um, I still check in on that every day to get, um, you know, my money tree and my money rock mm-hmm. um, and check the stores I, uh, I got the royal crown the most expensive item in the game last night, so um, that cost me 1.2 million bells for Jeez. no other reason than I had, like, 8 million bells and nothing <laughs> to spend them on <laughs> so, like what the heck um, so um and I've dabbled a little bit in Pokemon's shield. Um I beat the first gym leader. Uh, it was super easy. I don't know if every Pokemon game is like that. It's been so long since I've played them with any the first regularity, one is but
0: typically pretty easy, yeah.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, I crushed it. It's he's uh um grass type, so I went in with all my you know, fire, fire. type Pokemons yeah. and just and just demolished him. Even <laughs> even when he dynamaxed uh i think he took out one of my pokemon and then the next one just crushed him so um <laughs> that's great i'm glad you're enjoying that game
0: It's it's cool that you're having a slow burn through it too because like i feel like in the amount of time you've been playing it I, i've already fizzled out of it you know because i i played it hard for like a month and then i'm
1: just... like that with pokemon like I well, I mean, normally, like I'll yeah, I'll do like you, I'll play it hard for like a month, get through like two or three gyms, and then slowly fizzle out, and then never complete it. And I think I'm more likely to. Of course, I said this about Let's Go, so you know we'll see what happens a year from now. But I think I'm more likely to make progress in it because basically what I'll do is I'll I'll you know go to bed, I'll 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 hit my money rock, I'll check the Mortal Kombat store, and then I'll you know think well nothing else to do but train pokemon so i'll do that for about a half hour to an hour before i fall asleep right um funny story actually when i was playing pokemon platinum um about a century and a half ago um (laughs) i would often fall asleep mid battle like i would be playing it in bed wait and then just doze off drop the ds on the bed next to me wake up the next (laughs) morning and it'd be in the middle of a battle (laughs) with the music still playing and everything
0: sure i that that what game was that for me that was golden sun actually for the longest time and then i'd be the battle music would wake me up when there would be like a sick guitar riff or something Uh, but um, uh, so
1: yeah Pokemon and and my my standbys are pretty much all I've been playing the past couple of weeks
0: well I guess that's a good segue into my change to the system which is also Pokemon but of a different variety unless you played Pokemon go this past weekend to see the for the event that went on
1: I did not I really should because now that the kids are back in like attending school you're actually like, and getting hit my, stops yeah yeah i could hit my pokemon pokestops i'm pretty sure my pokeball plus has been dead for months so i'll have to put <laughs> that on the charger but
0: go go save your mew from in there he's sad
1: um i think i got a pikachu in there right now i don't know where my mew ah. is my mew is in in let's go
0: Okay, my uh, we have never let the Mew out. Actually, he's just been trapped in there forever. Um, well, I
1: I think that um, the way that works, I don't know if you ever had the Poke but uh-huh. the Poke Walker was similar in that you know you walk around with it and it will level up, but much like using a rare candy, it doesn't level up to the same like quality that it does right. in actual battles. So I took my Mew out and just you know, put a spare Pikachu in there (laughs) just so it makes the noise.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why we have the, have it in there, honestly, because, um, Elijah, um, just loves my son. He loves shaking it and then making it have the noise. (laughs) So it's like that thing's probably going to break eventually, but whatever, you know, I guess I should
1: save the mew before it breaks. (laughs) Yeah, that might be a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) They're a little Um, hard to come by. Yeah, you know what? I, I
0: I could be wrong, but does the um does the po- do, it, it it's compatible with Sword and Shield too, right? So like, have you ever done any um have you ever like sent a Pokémon that that away and done anything with that?
1: I have not. I didn't realize that it was compatible with Sword and Shield. I think so I'll have to check that out. I think that I think it's just for maybe
0: just... Uh, no, it's... Yeah, you can take your... I'm reading cerebi right now. I've never done it before, but I'm I'm wondering if I'm missing out because like I know you can do all that stuff with Let's Go. I Maybe I should be doing the same thing with Sword and Shield type of thing, so i have to look into that more.
1: I kind of want to go back to playing Let's Go because I really wanted to beat that game, but it's such a pain in the neck to play in any format other than handheld. Because oh, sure. you know, I, you can't play it, and I can't play it in bed because I don't play like like well. Those of you watching the video, I, I don't play it holding it up in front of me. Um, you know, I play it on that neck, that neck harness thing with a Joy-Con in each hand. So in order to play it, I have to hold the thing sideways and move my arm, and the wife does not appreciate me throwing Pokeballs while laying in bed um (laughs) sure so that that's been a no-go for for quite a long time but um so that's one of the other reasons i've been playing shield but yeah like i really want to actually beat let's go because i've never beaten gen i've never beaten any pokemon game but Mm -hmm. gen one i've you know i've been playing since it was brand new and i still haven't beaten it
0: sure um yeah the um I I love that game. I I did I don't know if it'll be spoiler for you, but after you beat it, you like have to battle 151 trainers or or 150 trainers each with like a a -a ratatat specialist or, you know, all of the different Pokemon. Mm. And I did that. That's how much I loved that freaking game. I loved Pokemon Let's Go. It was just, I loved how casual it was, honestly, because it was just so easy to level up, you know. It was so, because you -hmm. you actually got more experience by like catching Pokemon, right? So it like, uh, it incentivized that.
1: Yeah, see, whereas I'm, you know, I'm one of those people who's like, eh, I don't want to get into a battle, I already have that one. But, <laughs> but yeah, like, like, and, you know, people, when, when Pokemon Let's Go came out, um, I was talking to a friend of mine at work about it, and he was saying, oh... I, I can't play that because experience share is... You can't turn it off. And that's not real Pokemon. Real Pokemon is, you know, you have to level each one up individually. And I know there's some gamers like that, and I know that some of them are, are in our audience. But, I mean, come on. Qu- quality of life improvements, man. Like, I understand if you want to make experience share an option. Mm-hmm. But when they included experience share... It was like the greatest thing for Pokemon for me because you still put the one you want to level up at the front of your team... Yeah, but you don't exactly. have to worry about all the other ones getting neglected and like i could never go back to the old way again cause yeah because i just had so like I, yeah exactly I,
0: my my starter would always be the most powerful thing on the planet but then mm-hmm. i would have like a little, little ten Weedle that i'm trying to you know, level
1: up <laughs> and so i would I, be the complete opposite way because i'd get so <laughs> obsessive compulsive about it that whatever the lowest level pokemon i had in my team was would have to be at the front of the team and then you so swap that, them out so uh, then, yeah and then yeah. So swap them uh-huh. out keep on rotation and then once all of these pokemon are up to level 20 i go into the box and pull out all the other old ones like i was constantly trying to keep every single pokemon i had at the same level and i mean that's my own fault <laughs> but at the same time the game did not make it easy sure that's funny <laughs>
0: uh yeah it's funny how uh differently everybody plays games type of thing right so um i going back to pokemon go i had a blast with this last event it it costed money i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna beat around the bush i paid niantic 12 bucks to uh, to catch my shiny pokemon but i caught a lot of shinies um, the event was, um, basically a Kanto event where it was all the first original 151 Pokemon available as oh, Shinies. Oh man.
1: <laughs> I, I've been trying to, if I do nothing else in Pokemon Go, I really want to complete the, the original 151. Yeah, and right. I wish I'd known that because I would have been playing it.
0: Yeah, that event was this weekend. You could have even done that without paying money. But where the (laughs) paying money came in was you got a guaranteed shiny ditto. Um, So I've got that in my decks. Um, There was a bunch of tasks that you can do, you know, like tasks with rewards and stuff like that. So that was pretty fun. But, um, yeah, I had a really good time. I caught a lot of shinies, got invited to a lot of raids, which is... um, Niantic you're sick you are sick people because (laughs) you figured out the key to get me to spend money because um when I get invited to like a Mewtwo raid or like a Moltres raid yeah I'm gonna do it oh crap it was from (laughs) my friend from Australia so I guess I have to spend a dollar on a remote raid pass um luckily niantic gives you three of them for free every week so that's very very nice of them but three ain't enough justin let me tell you um i i don't even want to know how much money we've spent in pokemon go it's probably an ungodly amount of money but um yeah um i it's it's bad so um (laughs) before i uh contemplate my life embarrass choices yourself any further. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah any further. Um, let's talk about my other game that I've been playing compulsively, and that's... Um, I don't even know what the name of the game is. It's, it's a Star Wars game. It's called, I think, Jedi Fallen Order, if I remember correctly. I, I think uh,
1: that's what we determined. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I, I think I've said a different name for this game every week in my changes <laughs> system. But um, it's really fun. It's a... Uh, The long and the short of it is, it's basically Dark Souls meets Star Wars um, meets um, Uncharted. But um, I am having a blast with it. I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I actually bumped the difficulty down to easy. So um, I'm really just kind of enjoying the story at this point. But um, yeah, I'm chipping away at it a little bit, like kind of an hour here, two hours there don't get a whole lot of um game time anymore with the kiddo around you know so like you know, kinda gotta take those opportunities as they come but uh yeah i'm having a really good time with playing that one still it's uh it, it it's not it, it it's it's not hard i'm just kind of button mashing through at this point because i you know I, again i dropped it down to easy so it's more, it's it's less like Dark Souls for me at this point, and more like a Bayonetta because again I dropped it down to easy. So like that's that's just kind of I did that to myself, but uh, I'm still enjoying it. You <laughs> know, like the combat is uh, rich enough that I'm still enjoying my time with it. So uh,
1: I mean I yeah. can't so I can't judge you because you know like I that's the way I like playing those games. I like playing them on easy. I like to feel all powerful. And <laughs> yeah. you know if you're playing a Jet a game as a Jedi. That's really what you want to play. Um, Saying when, like the Force unleashed the the Xbox three sixty PS. I guess it came out on the Wii as well, but it was that was a fun one crappy. actually. I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, like and and. It was fun until you got towards the end, and you know the the Dark Troopers or whatever they were showed up, where they were just Bastards. a royal pain in the neck. <laughs> yeah, to to be, I'm like, I'm the most powerful force in the universe, and I can't take down this 12 foot robot. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I get that. And
0: maybe, you know, c- whatever, call me a loser or whatever, but I like to play my games the way I like to play my games. If I want to put on Godmo, if I want to go put, put in, go into the Mortal Kombat debug menu and unlock everything and, you know, let me do it. Just let me do it, you know? So, I don't know. But uh, yes, Je- Jedi Fallen Order, oh. fun game. The story is where it's
1: at. I, I have you. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, Speaking of Star Wars games, have you tried Squadrons yet? No,
0: the, the the I have, but I haven't tried it. Okay, so Squadrons is the 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 um like the, the flying
1: wing. one. Yeah. Yeah. So I've
0: I've tried it, but I I told myself, okay, I'm not gonna play this game. Until I play it in VR because there's a VR mode. So I have it on. I, I'm pretty sure it was like. <laughs> oh my God, free I've on, heard
1: it's amazing in VR.
0: Right? Yeah. So I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that it's um, free in on Game Pass. So i I think that's where I've played it on the Xbox One, and maybe I bought it or whatever. But anyways, I played it on the Xbox, and then when I realized that there was a VR w- mode, I, I, I couldn't do it. I need to play it in VR, but vr is a commitment you know so like i just haven't found the time or the space for that
1: yeah the space for that <laughs> yeah, i mean right what what's what space what space do you need i mean you're sitting in a cockpit so you know just sure, <laughs> sit down well, and put the headset on
0: yeah, well maybe not space but time and uh um i guess time for that <laughs> because you know it, it, again vr is kind of a commitment you know so like um, yeah, sure. I can be playing in VR, but when my kiddo's running around, I might trample him because I'm trying to f- freaking destroy a tie fighter. You know, <laughs> like I don't know. So uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just a whole thing. Um, but, yeah, that's really all I've been, all I've been playing. I, I will say that the voice acting in that game is mm, its good. It's top-notch. I like the, the actors that they chose for um, all of the characters. I'm really committed to all of my characters also at this point. And I feel like they're all going to die because they're not, they, I don't know who they, they don't exist in the expanded universe at this point. So I feel like they're all going to die at the end of this story and I'm going to be really <laughs> sad and I'm going to cry. Um, but uh, that's what happens. And actually my wife is kind of into it too. She's been watching me play and, you know, just like, Oh yeah. Is that a, you know, what is that a dark trooper or whatever type of things? I've seen those in my game. So she's, uh, um, you know, makes little comments here and there too. So it's kind of fun to have her watch my guy along.
1: <laughs> Spo- spoiler alert if you haven't watched The Mandalorian but the last episode of the last season when when they had the dark troopers I'm like I know what those are <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs>
0: Okay, well, uh, man, we thought we were going to have a short episode, but boy, were we wrong.
1: Um, Let's go (laughs) ahead. Same thing happened to the Disney Park Bench podcast, which you can find (laughs) on the DisneyParkBench.com and (laughs) iTunes. (laughs) Uh, We were only going to record for like a half an hour. We ended up running a full hour. (laughs) Which is what we're about to
0: hit after we answer this question from Schnazzy1. Um, He asks, is it worthwhile for people to be mad at the Nintendo Direct? What do you want to do most after the pandemic is over? He has two questions. We're going to let him have have his uh, cake and eat it, too. Um, let's start with uh, the first question about do, are, do people have the right to be mad? And I'm going to start with this because, like, come on, guys. <laughs> his other question is going to kind of bleed into what I'm talking about, but we're in a global – damn pandemic who gives a crap about um <laughs> a video game right like if we get video games like awesome you know like i didn't die yesterday but um like
1: no right you do
0: not you do not have the right to be mad about any video game like i'm sorry
1: even like the crappy video games like it's just what it is and this honestly goes for any entertainment media. Like, as a Star Wars fan, as a Disney fan, I hear, like, you know, like, just people just angry and and uh, not it's, only it's, angry it's, it's, at uh, the ugh. media, but angry at the people whose it's opinion exhausting. on the media is... Yeah, it's like, it's like, come on, you... Like, I will admit, I was underwhelmed by the Nintendo Direct. There wasn't a whole lot there for me. Um, sure. The few things that were there were lukewarm. Like, I, I will get Mario Golf, um, even though most of my best memories of playing Mario Golf come from back on the N64 in high school when I had friends to play it with. <sighs> so, you know, it's... But, um, you know, it just... It wasn't exciting for me, but that just means it was exciting for somebody else. Like, I'm sure Lucas was excited because there was a lot of, like, really Japanese anime things yeah. in it, you know? And we and, talked about that, that stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, so, like, so like that's that's totally, like, his sort of thing, and he doesn't always get a lot of that stuff. So, you know it's good for him, it wasn't great for me, but it's good for somebody else so, you know, I've got things that I like, I don't know. I just think the letting entertainment and media have such a negative effect on you I think it- you need to reevaluate your 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 life choices and your your tastes and your opinions because, like that, there's no reason any of that stuff should make anybody angry. You can be yeah. disappointed. You can be. Um, you know you can disagree with like the decision made by a company by a director by you know an mm. actor or whatever like like and that's I fine understand. yeah you're that. allowed
0: to have those opinions but like to be mad at it like to like people yeah. sending death threats for stuff like that like
1: come oh on, god man. yeah that's you, those those people need to be just locked up if you if you make a death threat publicly like in a public forum they should be able to consider that a legitimate crime because That is just ridiculous. Yeah, Um, totally. Wow, I'm on a soapbox right now. But, (laughs) um, you know, like, I I brought up Star Wars, and that's a big thing for me lately because, you know, the sequels happened. Yes, Mm -hmm. they did happen. Officially, canonically, the sequels happened. Mm -hmm. Um, My personal opinion Episode 7 was fun, derivative, but fun. Episode 8 was probably one of my favorite star wars movies of all time episode nine was a whole lot of (laughs) meh but i know people whose opinions on all of those movies are just like polar opposites oh yeah yeah but across the spectrum right but we but we all consider ourselves star wars fans Mm -hmm. so you know if you loved nine and hated eight Watch nine, don't watch eight. If you sure. loved eight and hated nine, watch eight and don't watch nine. Or do like, like I do, and watch all of them. Play all yeah. of the Zelda games. You know, like Lucas did. Lucas has Zelda games that he likes better than others, but he still went through and played every single one of them because he loves Zelda. Right. And like, like, games are 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 for fun. If you're not having fun, then. Than either find a new hobby or find a new game.
0: Yeah, 100% agree. And to put a cap on that, at least for me, like, (laughs) come on, like, there's way more important things to worry about, right? Like, the fact that we have to, in this country anyway, schedule. I don't know, um, major surgeries around how much money we have in our bank account because we don't have universal health care. Gosh, I mean, maybe we should be mad about things like that. Um, Anyways, um, let's talk about what we're going to do after the (laughs) pandemic is over or what you would most want to do after the pandemic is over. Um, Man. That question for me is tough, too, because I I don't really remember life after pandemic much, but I do remember playing soccer um, in my um, city league, and my belly definitely misses that, so I cannot wait to... um, hit up that type of stuff, you know, social activities with friends, being able to, you know, like do that type of just normal everyday activities after pandemic is over, you know, in scare quotes. But uh, yeah, I think number one for me would probably be playing soccer, recreational soccer today. Oh, and thank you, um, somebody who did something for us on Twitch. We appreciate you.
1: Oh, is that what that was? I thought we, <laughs> our time was up.
0: <laughs> no, I'll look up what that was here in a second. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we don't get twitch notifications off enough i know so i i'm not ready for this (laughs) um yeah honestly like most of my life in the past few years has been spent in my house anyway so like Mm -hmm. this has been almost no change for me but um like yeah i guess just just going out like going like like going to the mall and just just mm-hmm. walking around and browsing. Like I know you can do that now, but it feels like so much of a so much more of a chore, so much more of a, you know, project now. Um, you know, social distancing, wearing masks, stuff like that. Um Sure. Going out to dinner, my wife and I used to have date night every other Friday when when the kids are gone for the weekend and we date night. I do miss date get, night. I yeah, miss we date we night. get we get takeout now but it's not really it's not you know same. it's not the same yeah. <laughs> um and yeah just yeah just 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 not being stressed about everything anymore like sure. and and i'm kind of afraid that this is that this is going to go on in one one form or another um for a lot longer than we than we wish it will but you know one thing i hope does continue even after the pandemic is over wearing masks when you're sick because um you are you you are you are muted oh yeah Um, i I I was was trying to signal that to you i was agreeing (laughs) with
0: you in that emphatically because yes like let's follow that like i i've always agreed with that from like japanese culture like that why don't we do that
1: yeah, I never, you know, never, never occurred to me before. But yeah, like it's, it's something that it I hope sense. carries over in this. Yeah, like, and, you know, time off when you're sick. That would be nice. <laughs> paid time off would be even better. Anyway, back on soap boxes here. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, um, I miss all Welcome to All, all of that Things
1: st- Considered on National Public Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I miss all of that stuff. I miss... I miss I just miss it. But, you know, we'll get back to normal. It's it, it'll happen, you know, like you know, and like and like you said, I I don't miss a whole lot because I was pretty introverted before anyways. So like, you know, part of me um is going to miss when we do have to get have gatherings of like 100 people again, <laughs> but uh, you know. Well, whatever. that's
1: you know, that's one thing that that really um I I really miss our conventions like i only ever went to one retro game con every year for like the past five years yeah and, but you know, always course had course a good get...
0: time taking you and yeah. the kids yeah
1: yeah like i i miss retro game con um i miss uh, uh every once in a while you know my my wife and i would either take the kids or go out with friends and do some sort of activity mini golf or mm-hmm or mm-hmm. um you know we did uh, escape rooms one time i'd love to take the kids to dave and busters you know mm-hmm. just like these these real you know hands on things you can't really do anymore <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, yeah, no, totally. I 100% agree with you. So, yeah, but, uh, you know, it's it'll it'll end. But until then, wear your damn masks. Otherwise, it won't <laughs> end, you idiots. Um, but we're going to end the show here now. It's about time. Um, thank you for listening in. If you were listening to us live, if you're listening to the podcast on the audio version, we love you all the same. Um thank you wild forest who about four minutes ago uh, made that noise go off in your ears. Cause he followed us or she followed us on, um, Twitch. So we appreciate you. Um, Excellent. Our, all right. Well, Justin, thank you for hanging out with me for this last hour. It's been fun. Um, until next time, I guess we'll catch everybody else later on.
1: See you real soon. Wear a mask. Why? Because we like you.
0: Infendo.com is the place to go if you want to get everything that we are doing. Head to our Patreon, go to our Discord. Even Steve's Discord lives there. Go to Infendo.com today.
1: Let me make sure Hello, that Odyssey still welcome working. To,
0: welcome to Ring Light um, Talk.
1: Ring Light Adventure.
0: Yeah, uh, that's the show title. <laughs> <laughs>